Welcome to the Gray Area Podcast. This is Mike Marks. This is Omar Salim. And this is Afro Dan. Reminding y'all that we had a couple invitees to uh, Papa John's Word Party mm-hmm. a couple weeks ago, but we didn't actually get to them because uh, there was a heinous attack on Asian American women. Right. So, yeah. <sighs> so Dr. Seuss got canceled, and for some reason, conservatives are upset about it. Well, it's because they, they want to preserve racism and discrimination. Yeah. You mean like Chinaman? Yeah. Which right. is an actual character from one of the books that they stopped selling? Yeah. <sighs> I mean, these are the same people that, you know, was out there protecting Target from looters that weren't trying to loot Target mm-hmm. and, you know, trying to stop the Christopher Columbus and Rizzo statues from being taken down. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, you see what they stand for. Absolutely. And you see what they fall for, because they fall for anything. They probably still have the original versions of Looney Tunes. <laughs> they got the, 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 the blackface uh, fucking uh, characters and all shit. All of that. All of that. Yeah, the, the, Yosemite the, Sam and the mm-hmm. racist Tasmanian devil and all that type of stuff. Ungo Bungo. You know, like, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, people don't realize how racist that stuff is, and we still support them in modern time because, It's yeah. crazy, because, like, doc, the Dr. Seuss books came out, like, I want to say the 1940s or 50s. Yeah, something like that. So it's been like 70 years, 60, 70 years that they've right. profited off of this. And like, it's been okay that whole time. But now all of a sudden, mm-hmm. they just became uber woke. And it, it's just like, well, where did that come from? And we talked about this at length before. Mm-hmm. But like Uncle Ben and Aunt Jemima, you feel me? Like, yeah. no one was complaining about that shit. But they knew it was racist and you had no was. problem profiting off of it the whole time. Absolutely. Just like we talked about it maybe about 10 podcasts ago when they had the bus boycotts to pay attention to who's advertising on those buses at that time. Yeah, make sure you drink Pepsi. Yeah, that means Pepsi Cola knew that the buses wasn't allowing black people to sit up front and all that, but they still, you know, paid the buses to, you know, or got paid. That from, wasn't you know even I mean? profiting off of it. They were fucking advertising. They were that's, paying yeah, they were to paying support. To, that's what I'm saying. They were that's paying to put it on the bus. That's, that's why I fuck with Coca-Cola, especially because they had the good stuff in it back in the day. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. We'll speaking about good <laughs> stuff from back go. in the day, we're going to get to that in a second. But uh, This guy here. <laughs> we knew we should have known that, that Pepsi was fucking trash when they had that, uh, what was it, Kylie Jenner? It hand, commercial? Handing out a, 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 a Pepsi I, to I, a I, damn he, riot he, police. Yo, it gets worse. I think they, they put like fucking... Was it like Peeps and Pepsi or some shit like that now? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. See, see, yeah, that's, any that's, of y'all that stood up, for, like, I don't even drink soda no more. But like any peeps of y'all that Pepsi. fucking, yeah, Peeps flavored Pepsi. That's the thing. Like I didn't uh, want Peeps or Pepsi. Like, so the only good thing is it saves me the effort of throwing two things in the trash because I'm only throwing one. Thing <laughs> <in the> trash. <laughs> right. And that's what we call conservation. You can actually recycle the can that it right. came in. Oh yeah. man. Oh, Peeps and Pepsi. Oh well. Yeah, like who who the fuck wants like sugar marshmallow flavored? Cola, like that sounds terrible. It's kidney drugs. It's, it's, I mean, it's diabetes and regret in a can. Think about it. Oh, you know what? Uh, diabetes made that other dude say. Yeah, yeah. What it make you say? Mike whoa, Marks? I ain't saying. I wasn't broadcasting those games. But speaking of people <laughs> that said really stupid shit, so a bunch of Republicans from Senate went on like a tour of the border, the, the Mexican border. I don't oh. know if it was in Texas mm. or not where they had the tour. Maybe you could find out while I'm uh, introducing the topic, Dan. But, um, yeah, so Steve Daines, okay? Mm. He's a Republican from Montana, and he was speaking, a public speaking uh, press conference or some some shit uh, after their tour or before their tour or during their tour. It looked like they were in a fucking Rambo movie or some shit. But, anyway, this man got on the podium. And this was, uh, I'm looking at the article now. Um, this was said... Um before his trip down right. to the border. Okay, so he was going from Montana down to the, now. Where did the where did the the tour take place? Was it in Texas? Because that's going to make this worse when we get to the other part of this shit. So Steve Daines decides to say that they are a northern border state, but their problem comes from the southern border because of all the Mexican meth and Mexican heroin that comes in. Okay, as if, like, the Mexican heroin is any, you know, more dangerous than the other heroin that comes in from everywhere the fuck else. But anyway, that part's not important. Senator Danes (laughs) said that he misses the good old days back when (laughs) meth was homemade. 
Come on. And was only 30% purity, which yeah. just speaks to how trash meth is in Montana. Yeah, so let's let's go back. So this man really was like, yeah, the Mexican meth is better, and that's why it's like, what, bro? What are you talking about? Because it's more pure? Like, we're even trash at making our own trash drug? Like, what? <laughs> Fucking, that's why everything's made in China and shit. Well, by the Chinaman? Oh, whoa, 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 I ain't saying all that. <laughs> hey, I'm bad. I ain't writing kids' books. This is, this is adult learning. Feel me? Nah, but he he really he really said that he misses when 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 meth was homemade. Like old fashioned right, Walter American White, way. Like, fucking one meth, two meth, red meth, fucking blue meth. Yo, like, like see if you did that like straight through, that'd have been great because the meth in fucking Breaking Bad was was blue. That would have been that was almost great, but you fucked the rhyme scheme up. I don't know where you got your rhythm from, but uh, look, you would look, notice how I didn't read Doctor Seuss books as a kid, as you could tell. Oh man, <laughs> nah, you you read that one? What was it? Uh, the cat with the gat. Yeah, the one the on that IG page. Oh god, the cat with the gat. Wow, <laughs> it's it's just a really stupid Photoshop. It's on the Instagram, uh, the Real Gray Area Podcast on Instagram. Yes, sir. Um, the senator misses the old days. I wonder if he used meth or if he made money from meth. Yes. I wonder which one it is. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Right. He didn't even wait to make the choice. He said right. yes. yes. Yeah, man. Facts, though. Like, wait, for, I miss the good old days when meth was homemade. Like, what? But you're a senator. You think what I'm saying? Like, yeah. come on, man. Now, mind you, I'm sure a lot of people have, you I know, get, done I some get, wild things, you know. I get past, what he was but, saying, but the way he said it came off as, like, he misses when, like, the meth was in his own backyard and not coming from Mexico. Like, right. does it make it worse that it's coming from Mexico, if that's where you think it's really coming right, from. It's like, bad that his good old boys ain't making the money from it as much because it's oh. coming from Mexico. That's what it comes down to. <laughs> Them damn illegals. Right. I miss yeah. those days when we had all the money from this. Hey, man. How about it? Come on. That's like somebody who sold drugs and they say, like, I miss the good old days when it wasn't dispensary weed. I can get, I can sell on the corner. So like, I you wonder, know I mean? since they border Canada, I wonder if they're worried about people smuggling back, like, you know, Fairly priced prescription drugs. Yeah, right. Fairly, fairly priced. Exactly. <laughs> hey, black sir, you under arrest. You have you bought insulin for under six hundred dollars. Right. <laughs> Chill. He was trying to get into the uh, conversion therapy with Papa John. Yeah. I dig it. Conver- conversion therapy. That's what he called it. I've been working on it for twenty. What do you say? Twenty months. Twenty months. Hey, come on. It yo, took him. It took him yo, fourteen yo, months to start working yo, on it, but I'll, then he's been doing it for twenty months straight. I'm trying to figure out who offered the classes, though. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Like, did he find it in the classifieds or something like that? Nah, he, he probably went on fucking uh, Craigslist and put up a fucking ad. It's probably an infomercial during the Rush Limbaugh show or something like that. Having trouble saying the N-word out loud. I mean, he, he probably has, you that's, know, traumatic flashbacks. That, that's not a sponsor of Rush Limbaugh. His would be like how to say how it How to say it right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Ah, yo. How do you go to class to learn how to not say it, bro? Like. And he waited till it wasn't even fucking in-person learning and shit. Come like, on, this man, man was on Zoom classes learning how not to say that shit. Come on, man. What's ridiculous. that say? Don't say what? Yeah. Don't he's, he's, he's looking. He said, what? Those chips say salt and what? Right. <laughs> salt and Vin. And he's just like. <laughs> he's sweating his ass. <laughs> just sweating profusely. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> Who had a harder time? Joe Biden getting up the steps or, or Papa John not tr- trying to say that word? Uh, I think uh. I think Papa John sadly. <laughs> oh man, he Woo. did. Anyway, Joe Biden need ankle conversion therapy after that shit. <laughs> Yo, they put him on a fucking skateboard. If you haven't seen that one, like Joe was- Biden's pro skater. Oh man, but you know what's crazy though? If Donald Trump would have fell out of steps, everybody would be like, "Oh man, that's what you get." But Joe Biden is like, "Oh, pretty sure he did fall." I mean, yeah, he did. He did. He did fall, didn't he? I don't know. Let's upset, look it up because I love to I'm see. I'm pretty it. sure he fell on something. I wonder what he's doing right now. Uh, he's not on social media. You know that much. You know he's trying to make his own platform now. But uh, parlor too. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, listen, I, we're talking about the dude, and it's interesting because we're talking about the word party too. And uh, there's a young woman in Essex County who used to, who joined the party with her three mixed kids. And her excuse is, well, my, my baby's dad or my husband is black, so and they, I Yo, hear people say it all the time. Those kids, first of all, if y'all haven't seen this video, it is upsetting. Mm-hmm. Because her children are mixed, like children, you said. And and if you look at her children's faces. Oh, they look shocked, shame. embarrassed, shame. And I consider it uh, child abuse. And I'm saying that based facts, on what somebody yeah. said. Facts, it though, is child facts, abuse. facts. Because, all right, she's in there. The uh, attendant who was African-American, black, or whatever the case is, you know, said, don't look at me. Now, mind you, he was not confrontational. She was looking at him with this, like, hurry up with my food type of look. 
And he says, don't look at me that way. For, she's for like, context, the reason she was looking at him like that was because he was not making her order. Right. Oh, because she did not have, right, because she did not have the mask on. She's an anti-masker, mm-hmm. MAGA hat wearing, chip, uh, chick up an Essex guy. I don't even want to know Yo, her name. I feel bad for dude because he didn't have one. He had three kids with this well, fucking psycho. I don't. I don't and, feel that bad for him because you, you, if you're going to have not just a child but children with somebody, you got to do more homework than that, brother. Facts. This ain't the first time she says well, some wild shit like that. She's on social media. He's probably he's probably acts the same way, though. Give her a comfortable... Yeah, you know, he'd be probably be shucking and jiving uh, for... for Colin for Noir sure. and shit. Yeah, hey, seriously. Like, because on the, on the surface, you know, I thought the was cool, so we talked about it, but then you dig more into it. You know, you know Derek Jackson ass. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we could talk but, about him being salty as yeah, shit, too. So, ooh, We'll talk about him in a minute, though. Salt, he's, a salt, got, he's, yeah. he's, he's a salt. He's a salt and vinegar. <laughs> <laughs> Let the record reflect yeah. that, that Omar said that. Yeah, I, mean. I, I don't know. Yes, I might, just, might roll the tape back. <laughs> I can't but, wait for the video. Yeah, you got about two more, you got about two more weeks of, of saying that. And oh, yeah. But the, this woman in Essex County called the boy, you know, uh, said that he was acting like a bitch-ass nigger. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. he wasn't making the food because she was anti-mask, you know, whatever. He was following and store policy, was following by the way. Store policy. He's doing his job during the pandemic. A private he business has, a has the right business. to set policies. Yeah, exactly. And you know what's crazy? The security guard who was trying to tell this woman to leave the whole time mm-hmm. said that to her. Mm-hmm. They don't have to serve you if you're not wearing a mask. They don't have to serve you. Yep. And she's like, yes, they do. And then she said, he's not going to serve you. So she's like, well, why? Because he's, and then that's when she said what she right, said. Right, like, right. no, bitch, because you don't have a mask on. Exactly. It's a global pandemic. Exactly. It's a global pandemic. And we mentioned Trump. Trump fueled that fire to have people walk around. Because her attitude was kind of like, I can do what I want. I can say what I want. I I hear them say it all the time. I'm just saying what they say. I can't be racist because I have black children myself. No, bro, you are racist. Because, you. you, and it's a shame. Going back to the child abuse thing, her kids are right there. And you put them in a situation where people are mad at her. Now, mind you, what if you had someone else who wasn't having it, who's a little off, and they heard that? And didn't know that they were her kids or and didn't they, care and that the kids, off. And, it, and it popped off. You understand what I'm saying? And I think a lot of people who act like she does, they want that to happen. So they can say, see? You know what I mean? And they know that they're pushing buttons and things like that. Every time you see a video like this, the response from the crowd is like, whoa, whoa, what are you doing? Exactly. No one ever meets it with violence, although if somebody did... I can't really be mad at them. I'm, listen, I'm, I'm, I'm not, not, like, en- not encouraging it, at but all. I'm just saying if somebody if, yeah. if somebody's been pushed to that limit and then you start screaming racial slurs in their face and, directed and, at them. And, and let me try to be a little like, all right, let's say the situation happened and there are some people who really don't know that is not cool to say. And I'm, I'm serious. Like some people really don't know. Like she has a black husband, black kids. If she just said it in a different context, you know what I'm saying, or didn't defend it, and she was like, not saying, you know, we act like, you got some Italian women that I know in South Philly who from the hood, so to speak, and they talk just like that. You know what I mean? But they wouldn't sit there and stand on it if you say, yo, hey, chill. Well, no, my, you know, my bad, but you know, I'm from the, I'm one, two. Yeah, I, but, I've heard people argue and say, I'm one, two. Yeah. My point is this. It, my point is I this. Think it, I think it ends with a different letter when it, when, yeah. I mean, I'm not saying that that excuses it, but it, the intent is important when you that's talk about I'm, stuff that's, like this. That's, like, that's what I'm trying to get at. So some people, I get what you're saying. It's like part they, of the vernacular. They grew up, they really grew uh, up with it. And they were a lot. You, they have, you know, close friends that are, you know, comfortable enough to let them do that every now and then. It's, it's two things. It's one, it's a lot different when you're dealing with complete strangers. You don't know what they've been through. Right. It's also different when it's malicious, too. But yeah, yeah, but then not even that, too. Some people are just, I'm not, cause you, I'm sorry. Not, some people just talk like that and they say everything else, too, that's just as wild. You know what I mean? They curse and they just don't care where they at. You know, F you, use guys. That's the type of stuff I'm talking about where it's part of the vernacular and they're just ignorant completely. And I'm not saying to give them a pass. I'm just saying, like, you can tell when someone's using it to hurt you or someone's just saying it because they're just ignorant and they say those words anyway. And that was to hurt. That was, yeah. that's my point. They, it was to hurt. because The, she, the intent's important. The swag on her shoulders was just, that, that was right. Oh, yeah, she did it's, the little, it's, the it's little like, like I can say what I want to. Yeah, yeah right, exactly. I'm going to tell them, you know what I'm saying? I'll, I'll tell them uh, what I want to. There's a black man in threatening my life. And all, all he know. did was not serve you because you didn't wear a mask during a global pandemic. Who's the stupid one? Like you got to realize, like the you know people that are on you know any sort of food service thing, they're they're one of the most exposed people during this pandemic. Oh, facts. Because they're seeing people constantly without masks on, whether they're they're sitting down and eating or whatnot. 
So you got all this exposure, and then you're going to go and have the audacity to get mad that they're not going to serve you. And the the other big issue for me is... It's been over a year, though. You think yeah. people would fucking... They don't give a fuck. As you can see, there's fucking still fucking parties at the Wazoo. Clubs are opening back up and shit, just not giving a fuck. Yeah, that's a different while. issue. <laughs> but for me, the, the bigger picture here is you have um, this non-black woman who, instead of loving and empathizing black people and culture fetishizes it for you know the sake of having right. mixed kids or right. because of a, a, a black man's features or whatever she right. doesn't actually love embrace and empathize with black people and culture and that's right. where the issue is because because if and she that's did, why i put some of the blame on the dude oh for yeah not doing that research I, when i saw it on youtube and putting his children now in that impossible and traumatic situation that was my response on, on the comments like shame on her husband like shame on him for not whether you call it educating her or, you know, letting it happen. You had three kids with this woman. Her thought process ain't start just yesterday. You know what I mean? Her thought process ain't start. One of the ch- children, like, she was like nine or ten years old, so it didn't start when Trump got in office and she got this new, wait a minute, you know what, I can do it. No, she'd been like this. She was way too comfortable wait. throwing that out there as the first negative thing she's, Come like, on. as soon as it became personal for her, because it wasn't personal first, mm-hmm. it, it became personal when he was like looking at her like, what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. And that's when she took it personal. Like, why are you looking at me like, or what, what, do you, what do you mean why am I looking at you like that? Well, I'm not going to serve you because you don't have a mask on and I told you that already. Mm-hmm. But then her first response when she, you know, went on attack mode was that. Right. She felt too comfortable with that. Right. That shit was in the chamber already. Right. She's not just used to saying it. She's used to using it in that context. There was someone who knew who she was, someone who called her out before. It's like, this is so-and-so. I forget her name, but this is so-and-so. She's from Essex County, and she does this all the time, and she uses her children because she's comfortable. She knows it's a weapon. And you have a lot of people who sit there and say, oh, words shouldn't let, shouldn't let words hurt you. No. I can say something simple and hurt you. It's all about the intent behind it. And that's where her thing was, like, oh, because you act like. She could have said, oh, you because you act like a bitch. Still wrong. If she just said, if Still you, wrong. you well, she like a bitch-ass that. dude, like, you didn't have to make it racial. Right, yeah. she made it racial. Well, because she thought she was comfortable in doing that. In front that. of then, the kids? In oh. front of the kids. Well, and then try to defend it. Like, why can't I say it? I hear people say it all the time. That's a bullshit excuse. That's just white people weaponizing literally anything they can against black people. Oh, just man. like for that. No and I'm about, to, I'm about to bring no a full reason. circle for y'all. Just like how when Dr. Seuss pulled those six books off the shelf, all the angry conservatives like, oh, we can't read Dr. Seuss, but you can have... Uh, Cardi B and, and Megan Thee Stallion doing WAP dances. Like, that has anything to do with anything. They just wanted to do something just to hate on black women. That's it. That's all that was. Yeah. That's it. And the thing about it is, like, to me, that's not cool either, but they're choosing to do it. This is something that, you know, black people have brought into their vernacular lexicon, and some people argue that is a term of endearment or whatever the case is. You de-weaponize the word by making it cool for us to say, and I dare somebody else to say it. Like, some people have that argument with and all that. The point is... If a Native American wants to do the, hey, uh, oh, yeah, you chop like they did, you know what I mean? Can you say something to them about it? No. You feel what I'm saying? It's, not, a- it's not your heritage. Exactly. That you have no right and no place to, to, to pick when something is wrong. So, exactly. like, th- when you do that, you end up looking like those people attacking some person for their Animal Crossing avatar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No one right, asked you to right, be right, right. Like, be there for your friends that are black. Be there for your friends that are Asian. Be there for all your friends. Yeah. But you don't need to unnecessarily stand up for them. Remember, and this is something I just watched just earlier with my little cousin, and it was uh, John Henry Clark, and he basically broke down how there is there are no races. races racism was created to start capitalism, so to speak. You had to find a reason to make it okay for everyone to think it's okay to dis- mistreat other people. With that said... I ran down a list of peoples, Irish, Polish, Italian, you know what I'm saying, Portuguese. There were a lot of people who were not considered good by other Europeans, by so-called white. There is no white and black. I say it often. There is no white and black. Yeah. They're all people. There is no race. We're that, all just humans. That's why a lot of racist people go, as soon as you talk about slavery, well, Irish people were slaves too, bro. Like We're not in minutes. a competition. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's not a competition. It's bad people mistreating other people. And at the end of the day, I understand when each individual group, you know what I'm saying? It feels like black people on the, on the bottom of the totem pole. But at the same time, I said this before too, like 
I'm not going to allow myself to get too upset and get too charged behind what other people are doing because they're ignorant. All I can do is walk in positivity and know that most of the world is not like that. For real, for real, for real. Most of the world is not. But it's like here in this capitalistic society, there's money being made by all this negativity being spewed. You know what I mean? It's, it passed. And this is why I'm not on Instagram heavy because I don't even want to see this type of stuff because what can I do about it? All I can do is worry about what I would do if I was in that situation. And more times than none, at this point in my life now, I would probably try to educate if I had the opportunity or just ignore it and walk away. There's no point in, in getting riled up because what's going to happen? You'll mess around and get in trouble, whatever the case is. But that goes for everybody else, too. You have a lot of situations where Italians are mistreated, you know what I'm saying? Asians are mistreated in just all kinds of ways. I think everyone should step up when those type of things happen. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like I always say, we can disagree on politics. Mm -hmm. We can't disagree on human rights. We can't. Cannot. And cannot. I think, to to your point and to Dan's point and to my point, it's one thing to speak up about injustice. It's another thing to get angry at something just because you perceive it to be a problem. Right. And we can acknowledge that there are plenty of problems, but we can also acknowledge that what we're dealing with right now is that there's a murder trial for Derek Chauvin it's being called the George Floyd trial still mm -hmm. about a man who killed another man on tape. And there's a possibility that he's going to walk free because right. he was at work when he did it. Right. There are bigger problems than Aunt Jemima and Uncle Ben. Right. Facts. There are greater inequalities in the world than Dr. Seuss mm -hmm. or Mr. Potato Head. Mm -hmm. Now, while it's funny to see all these companies scrambling to try to be super woke. I think that the more important thing in, in the, in this situation is to be there for the people who are not being, being treated fairly, right? Not to worry about what it is that bothers them in symbolism and shit like that. Like, don't just start attacking. Ask them yeah. what not it that, is that they're upset about. Not that hard to do. Because you'll find that most people weren't even, that shit wasn't even on their fucking radar. Aunt Jemima and Uncle Ben and all that mm -hmm. shit. Not even remotely on anyone's radar. It just kind of happened and people were like, okay, but like, can police stop killing people though? Right. Like, that's... Right. So... We say that to say there are a lot of murders that happen. There are a lot of drugs that come into the country, mm -hmm. but there are a lot of murders that happen because of people that are legal citizens and legal gun owners. Mm -hmm. And there's plenty of people moving drugs that are manufactured right here in the United States. Mm -hmm. And a lot of them are pharmaceutical companies. The medicine cabinets, you know, take out a lot of people too. It's not always the illegal drugs. But we, we were talking about those senators going on a tour. Now, I have confirmed that their tour was in Texas, on the uh, Texas-Mexico border. So, Ted Cruz was on this tour. Ted Cruz, the senator from Texas, went on a tour of Texas. Hmm. I mean, to about be the, fair. About the, the drugs yeah. from Mexico. Mm -hmm. I mean, to be fair, he isn't there too much, judging from his uh, trips out the country. Bro, so. he literally left Texas to go to Mexico while people in Texas... Needed somebody to help them, and he wants to tour Texas now. Maybe he had to get the good stuff. Maybe he had to get that good meth. Yeah, that good meth, you know. You mean this? not the homegrown shit? Not the, not home the homemade? Grown. Well, I mean, because it got messed up. The supply body got messed up with the, the, the ice and everything, this, you know, the got, bad gosh, weather. You know, yeah, you know what I think it was? I think, <laughs> I think uh, they started to ask your age when you tried to buy 4,000 pills of Sudafed uh, and then they started asking for ID for shit like that and then that was the most sophisticated way people I don't, I don't know I mean listen speaking of sophisticated ways of doing things and being slick about stuff what about the voter situation down in Georgia with the secret bill signing and all of that I read into it and as far as voter suppression it's very slick how, oh, they yeah, word, they how, it, how they wording it. It's, it's legal voter suppression. Well, As, right. we'll, we'll get to that in one second. Yeah, no legal is in air quotes. We're, we're going to talk about that in a minute because I want to go full circle with this. For sure. But Ted Cruz um, also had some very strong opinions 
after the most recent mass shooting. And no. In, in Colorado? Yeah, I'm not yeah. talking about the one in Georgia. Now we're talking about Colorado. Colorado, yeah. Colorado has been the scene of quite a few mm. of our most famous mass shootings in American history. And this is the worst one, right? Didn't they say, if I'm not mistaken? Well, yes, because Columbine didn't have that many deaths. That's right, and right, I don't right, believe right. the Aurora, uh, Colorado, uh, the Batman, Dark Knight premiere, right, right, the yeah, dude yeah, thought yeah, he was yeah. the Joker or whatever. Legal gun owners. Mm-hmm. So... Colorado clearly has a problem. Yeah. So there was a a mass shooting in Atlanta. And then just a couple days later, there was another mass shooting in Colorado. And didn't they show, didn't they, I saw the story a couple days ago, but wasn't there some uh, people saying there was some indication that he might be losing it, like his sister or somebody? Yeah, everybody around him. Knew something might be going down. He bought the gun like three days before he shot the place up. right. It's a handgun, but it's outfitted like a fucking assault rifle. Yeah, yeah. It's got the extended stock, like the Call of Duty the shit. fifteen yeah. type shit. Yeah, it's, it's like the Custom, fucking yeah, Akimbo fucking Diamantes. Fucking, I man, I, I don't know, man. Like, it, it makes to me it makes no sense not to vet a person when they're buying guns. You know what I mean? Um, so, so. At, t- just, just so you, after this happened, mm-hmm. I want to I want to talk about the event. Uh, Ted Cruz says that every time we have a mass shooting, okay, that we play this ridiculous theater, and what he means by ridiculous theater is we argue about gun control. Mm-hmm. Well, tell the mass murderers to stop buying legal guns then. Right. I don't know what to tell you. Ridiculous theater. This man had more to say about gun control after two mass shootings. Not one, two Mm -hmm. mass shootings. Than he did when people were literally dying in the streets of his state because of his state's failed infrastructure while he went on vacation to Cancun, he left the country and went to this this country that he needs to protect the border from. Mm-hmm. He flew there for vacation and then had the fucking nerve to blame his fucking daughters. Yeah. Hey, this is one of our politicians, y'all. Just a, you know, typical piece of shit. He's going to get reelected, too. Texas will eat that shit up. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, not vetting people that are going to commit murders... It makes sense for the gun lobbyists, the gun runners, mm-hmm. people trying to protect my freedoms and my Second Amendment. <laughs> my freedoms. Yeah, that you, you mean the same people that tried to overthrow the government with yeah. said weapons? Mm-hmm. No, I, I heard those guys were, uh, they were very polite and professional towards the police there. Oh, they were professionals, all right, you know. <laughs> yeah, they were police, off, off-duty cops, lawyers, doctors, you know, things like that. All that, dentists. They were professional, yeah. Former detectives. My my next dentist name better be Shock or something. <laughs> it ain't gonna be no you know no no white person. I'm sorry, I can't trust it. I'm sorry, can't trust it. So, <laughs> this guy had a lot of red flags. Mental health issues. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had like an incident where he just like beat somebody bloody in school, Come on. in high school, and this dude's only like 21. Come on. So. He is, and this is the part that, this is the part where I knew this was going to get a little murky because he was an immigrant, mm-hmm. legal immigrant, but an immigrant. Um, his name is Ahmad Al Aliwi Alisa. I'm not entirely sure how that's pronounced, but he's a piece of shit. He murdered ten people. Yeah. For no reason and at terrorize all. Terrorize plenty of others. Like, don't stop with just the ten that were murdered. It, it that is going to be in somebody's memory for the rest of their life. Whoever else was there, they had to see it. They had to be there and, and notice it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know if people realize. Like, you know, somebody who was involved in a situation may hear a car backfire and they not right. You know what I mean? Bro, like it's deeper than just 
the ten people that died and their families and three of them were over sixty years old. Three of them, man, it's ridiculous. Three people were just at work minding their own fucking business. And the officer was killed too. And the first officer that responded was shot. Yeah, come on, man. And his seven children now don't have a father. Seven children. So, I just want to find out real quick because if you're a conservative and you listen, I don't know why you still would, but we we would have pissed you off at some point probably 20 episodes ago. Mm. If you are a conservative, or if you have any conservative friends, ask them this. Do blue lives still matter? I dig it. Because there seems to be not much outrage about this murder that if there were better gun control laws, federal gun control laws, he wouldn't have gotten that mm-hmm. gun so quickly. Mm-hmm. He would have had caught, to go through a psychological evaluation. Mm-hmm. And he wouldn't have passed. Mm-hmm. And he would have been denied a gun, and they could have denied him for three years, whatever it is. It's, it's amazing to me that people are like fighting against making gun ownership more safe. Common sense gun laws. Common sense gun laws. Like nobody's saying you can't have a gun at all. Just saying, yo, like let's make sure that you're sane enough to have a gun. Because clearly, people that are not saying they can get a gun would do crazy things. Bro, you got to take a psychological evaluation to get a job at Kmart. Come on, man. Come on. I mean, to be fair, you would have to kind of be crazy to work at Kmart. True. Or if you weren't, <laughs> when you leave, you will be like I am. But yeah, you're right. in all seriousness, though, like, that's a fucking joke. Like, I, I, I wish that that sounds like a fucking Onion article. Yeah. Like, Kmart requires, uh, you know, psychological like background check. Gun laws do not. Like, what? And And let me ask you another question. Like, People, well, it would be hard to check up on people every every couple years and blah, blah, blah. First of all, your no, gun license not. has to be renewed every five years anyway. Your, your driver's license, your gun license, all that stuff. Yeah, your so. driver's license, too. Like, they don't have fucking trouble finding me for that. Let's not act like the government infrastructure is not set up to where they can send you notices, have you do things online instead of third. They pick and choose when they want things to be convenient or not. When I have to pay my parking tickets on a payment plan, it's interesting to have to go there in person versus doing it online. I could make all my payments online after the initial joint, but I can't apply online. Why not? Like, I I don't know the answer. Red tape. But ex- you know what I'm saying? Because if you don't show up, they can give you another fine. There you go. And another fine. And another. Uh, look. But my, my, my point of saying that is just we have the. We, it's there. They're capable of doing these things. You know what I'm saying? We're, like, we're like, capable of having the government do our taxes for us, just like on, every man. other developed country. Oh, but by the way, I mean, if it costs money to develop a system, hire people, blah, blah, blah. Well, how about the trillions of dollars that are being spent on warfare, on, on weapons, and things like that? So we have the money. Why would we, we stop have bombing other countries? Right, exactly. Why? Why, care, why would we? Why would we stop terrorizing the rest of the fucking world? What? Do you, you, that doesn't even make sense. I don't care, man. That's not the American way. Why would? Why would we? It's so simple, though. Like the fucking military budgets through the roof. This motherfucker really tried to fucking make a space force to fight what? How is that military? What the fuck is he protecting? E.T. you know. <laughs> that, it wasn't even supposed to be funny, but that was funny. <laughs> it's, 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 listen, man. The fuck? Who, who are they fighting? Fucking Darth Vader? The fucking, the fucking Empire? Are they back? <laughs> right. The are they, fuck, are Space they Force back? fighting? Who are we fucking are weaponizing? They back? Are they back? Like, what's up? <laughs> no, facts, man. I mean, everybody. Yeah. Well, look. So, this guy gets the gun legally. And... Mm-hmm. and Immediately, it's a, it, in the conversations about gun control, and people are just opposed to it for some reason. And and I don't understand. Like, do you think they're coming to get your guns? Do you also think that if the government came for you, that you'd win with your handgun? Like, what? Right. right. If, if the government really wanted to, they could disarm everybody. Bro, the government can bomb other countries without even sending a person. They, they send remote control bombs. Come on. They literally bombed a black neighborhood just. For the hell of it. And that was in the 70s in this city. Oh, they literally launched a drone to go investigate five or six kids that were just looking at a, a highly developed neighborhood that they potentially wanted to move into over in California. So yeah, like, like they people. had the technology and the ability to protect certain things from happening. Come on, man. Yeah, people are hilariously underestimating what the government can do. Like, people think that, you know, people still think that it was a pandemic and that the government wants to control us by fear. Like, this isn't the 1400s. They don't need fear to control people. Dig it. You it, think, it, hold, it, on, it, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's back up for a minute. What about Donald Trump and his administration to you or to anybody mm-hmm. gave you the impression that they were sophisticated enough to come up with something like that? Come on. 
This man literally was like, I don't wear a mask, and then almost died. What part about that Come seems on, like man. it was planned? Come he on, was man. a moron. Like, okay, can not... we can we inject bleach? Yeah. Yeah, come on. I think man. I think if you do something and, with light, and like, then he left the hospital and just decided to breathe on a, a crowd of morons. Come on, right. You mean patriots? <laughs> morons. <laughs> if you have to call yourself a patriot, you're probably not a patriot. Just like if you dig it. How about it's that? It's the same it's way with people ca- that call themselves real niggas. You probably not a real nigga then. Right. Like facts. That's, that's all facts. Hey, what do you mean? What do you <laughs> no, no, Omar, you stamps, you good. Not, not you, Mike Marks. Whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> I ain't claim to be a real, you know, but I'm yeah. just saying. I mean, you, you, you a real vinegar nigga? Whoa, whoa, what? <laughs> vinegar, <laughs> salt and vinegar. <laughs> I might be white, but the hood loves me. But anyway, so uh, barely. Oh, <laughs> uh, nah, but all right. So this this murder happens. This wave of murders. Ten people die. It, it, ranging from like age 20 to 65. This random senseless act of terrorism, let's call it what it is. Terror. Straight up now, terror. it doesn't matter that he's from another country. He is a U.S. citizen. This is somebody who somehow, I don't know when the immigration happened, whether it was his parents that immigrated, this is a U.S. citizen. Mm-hmm. I'm, you know because what? they don't give legal guns to non-U.S. citizens. I'm curious. When did he make it over here, and did he have any history of violent acts by, prior to him getting here? I don't know if he did before he got here, but he beat the shit out of somebody in school a couple years ago. And for right. some reason, he was allowed to get a gun. Come on, That's man. aggravated assault. He was allowed to get a gun. I get that you don't want to, like, you know, like, send a kid straight to jail and make him learn. But, like, that should at the very least disqualify him from getting a gun until he passes a psychological background yeah. check. Hey, like, you can't get one a day, maybe in 30 days after we do this test. That's all. What is the rush? What is the rush? Anybody Especially needs for a, gun, a gun. Anybody needs a gun right now, right now. I need a gun right now, right now. W- would you sell gu- a gun to that person? And you know what's interesting? Uh, no. When I had a job as an aftercare teacher, it took me like a, just a couple days to get my background check. Child abuse background, FBI clearance, and you go to this little truck on Spring Garden, and you get all your information. Get a passport over there and all. So it's very easy. Again, we have the infrastructure through computer systems to have all your stuff checked really, really quick and have it come back. Think about when you apply for something with credit. They check your life before they can let you know if you're eligible for that credit card or whatever. So I'm sure We're that the only there's a country way. with that. How about that? So well, I know. Hold up. There's no credit scores anywhere else. Facebook, social media, all this type of stuff that we're doing where we're giving up all kinds of serious information. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they can access a person's history to find out if they're, you know what I mean, okay, we might we might have to double check this person real quick because this situation that happened in the past, you know what I mean? Yo, it's I mean, really remember, it's really simple. Remember when they uh they looked at a uh someone that burned the cars, that lady's uh like Etsy sweatshirt <laughs> and found her through fucking Etsy and a from a, sat- from a satellite image and they, yeah, and they on, gave her fucking fed charges off an Etsy shirt. That happened in Philadelphia. Come on, man. In Philadelphia. And we're not, oh, a, we're she, not fucked a, up, she fucked up a cop car. They can't find shit else. But they tracked this woman down by an Etsy purchase. Come on, man. Because she damaged police property. And y'all think they got to rule us by fear like this is fucking Genghis Khan? Like, the fuck out of here. Yeah, what uh, this, true. the fuck? True. Some people are like, they injecting something inside the vaccine. Now, mind you, I wasn't quick to jump up and go get the vaccine. I'm thinking about doing it now because of the whole Ben Simmons thing and all that. But I never once thought that there's, you know, sticking like nanobites into us or whatever the case is, because guess what? It'd be easy to do that through your cell phone. Yeah. Well, yeah, well, <laughs> well, well, like, well jokes on them because they installed the microchip in my right arm, but then they installed the update on my left arm. Okay. So jokes on <laughs> right. them. They didn't get a chance to update right, the so, firmware. So, right. so your factory reset. Yeah. Right. But, you know, in all seriousness, though, the, the vaccines are safe. Yeah. yeah, and it just since we're speaking of that, um, as a barber, I have a lot of different clients, and many come from Drexel Penn. And I actually met a guy named Jeff. Had a good conversation. He actually makes vaccines, and he was there just to, he eased my anxiety about it. He was just like, "Look, it's safe. I work in vaccines. Yada yada yada." Plus, once again, a lot of my friends have taken it. I'm considering taking it as soon as possible because what made me think about it was them talking about Ben Simmons joining B and Trace contacting with a Philly barber, and those words were very loud when I heard Philly barber. So it's like, I don't want anything getting in the way of my career. And I'm traveling soon, so I'm not going to get it. So when I do, I'll let people know how I feel the whole nine. I I have changed my thought process from being like, hell no, I ain't getting it, to I'm, I'm skeptical because I don't trust. And when I say I don't trust people, like, for example, I did not know this. In, in this conversation, he said, 
when the vaccine is put into the syringe, if that syringe is not used, it needs to be thrown away. So with that being said, if you make an appointment, go because you're wasting the vaccine for somebody else if it's not used that day. Yeah, and and they have to legally discard it. They can't use it and steal it and take it home like that one dude did. Right. Now, see, one dude did it. So who's to say that one of these um, guys that have been out at the Capitol doesn't have a, 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 a practice and he's giving you the old stuff or giving you, like in one place, they're shooting people with air or something like that. Something's wrong with the with the needles. You'll so, fucking kill somebody doing that, by the way. Right. Well, so, only if it goes into a vein, but I, yeah. And that's what I'm skeptical about because I know there's people it's out a here muscular like muscular injection. Right. And then also they're doing them at Sam's Club and all kinds of other places. I would rather go to my own doctor. What do you got? What do you got to get? Like the fucking like a like a twelve pack of vaccinations? 12, right. Fucking, fucking, listen, man, it's a, it's a state doing, mark they got, right. <laughs> they got the centers available. I don't think that one's FDA approved yet. <laughs> they got the centers available for all of it. You know what I mean? So, um, nah. But in all seriousness, the the vaccination. Um, I mean, y- your point's well taken. They they missed the All Star game because they had contact. They didn't have COVID. Neither of them at any point in time tested positive. They just had contact with someone who had it. And per the CDC guidelines, if you've been vaccinated for over two weeks after the second dose, if it's a two-dose shot, right, then you're clear to not get reinfected because you have the antibodies. Right. It does not mean you can't pass it to somebody else. It just means you're not going to get reinfected and get sick from it if it works. Um, it is uh, a 5% chance or so. Uh, that you can still become infected with the virus afterwards. Right. But, you know, 95 96% efficacy is pretty good. Plus, at at that point, if you get infected, you got osmos- os- I'm sorry, osmosis Jones in your body, so you're good. For anybody that doesn't know what <laughs> right, Jones right. is. Right, right. Come on, man. Come on, man. That's like a, a 2001 reference about a movie it's it's like if a real nigga wasn't anybody, it would be Osmosis Jones. That movie was all right. It wasn't great. Speaking of '90s references, mass murders. Uh, Columbine, where the uh, first uh, mass school shooting occurred, and then another murder, uh, or another mass murder in a movie theater years later. That was, uh, I want to say, 2012-ish, and then this one. It's three mass murders in one state. And for some reason, a senator from Texas feels the need to um, defend it. And not engage in this theater. Yeah, theater. This gun control theater. It's crazy that the type of shit that people will say just so their supporters will back them and reelect them. Like, mm. you, at any point in time after these things have happened in, in the last two weeks, how could you not want something to be done to change. Right. I mean, I think an onion uh, post said it perfectly. There's no way to stop this. It says country where this is the only place this, ha- this happens. Like there's no like mass murders constantly anywhere else. Yeah. And also there's no other country where the police kill as many unarmed people as they do here. It's, it's, it's funny how those things correlate with each other. Listen, man, like I said, I wonder if he has a history of this wherever he came from before he came here. For some people, if you're weak, America could make you crazy. I don't, <laughs> I don't necessarily, you know, I don't, I don't want to speak on that either way, but his family knew he had some issues. Mm-hmm. And and I said it loosely, too. I mean, I don't mean to yeah. say crazy. You know what I'm saying? And his family's not responsible for stopping him from getting a gun. He's an adult by, yeah, absolutely. you know, U.S. law. So... If you want to, ch- like, why are we giving 21-year-olds guns a day or two after they apply? Like, or the day that they apply? What? Why is it not? Doesn't it take longer to get a driver's license? Like I the said, process it, and everything, like. Well, if you're underage, yeah, it doesn't actually necessarily take that long. You can, if you're um, if you're over 18, at least in PA, you can get the test the next day if you, if you want. But there's a period of time between permit to being able to get the license. No, not if you're over eighteen. Not if you're, wow, really? Yeah, you can just you can do it the next day if they have an appointment. They never do, but you could theoretically. It's not illegal. Wow, so I can apply one day, take my permit test the next day, and get my license the third day? Oh no, you you would get your license the second day. The day you took your test, well, the temporary one. Wow. Yeah, I did not know that. 
Because it took us a while. You had to have your permit for a certain amount of time before. Yeah, okay. well, it, d- it depends what age you are. If you're if you're under 18, then yeah, you have to have All it right, for I a certain you. amount of months. I don't remember I, how many, but. I was licensed since 16, so I. No I didn't get mine until no I was 19. Need, yeah, no need but, for me to check that. I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, um, but yeah, it, it is a relatively quick process mm-hmm. to get a gun, which is kind of concerning. Um, and Ted Cruz said some dumb shit about cars. It's funny that you bring up driver's license. Somehow you can kill somebody with a car. Does that stop people from you can uh, theoretically you could kill somebody with a fucking a hammer or a screwdriver or like your a bare pencil. Hands. Shout out to John Wick. Or, shout out to John Wick. A fucking yeah. pencil. <laughs> or, a, or a my pillow. Shout out to whatever uh, that yeah, dude's yeah, name yeah. is. That's come on, man. Getting sued by Dominion. Uh, fucking what the hell's his name now? Mike Lindell. Some stupid shit. Yeah. Whatever. Goofball. Um, <laughs> I bet he went to Papa John's party. Um. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but no. In all seriousness, though, like it, it's just it's crazy. It's fucking crazy. This this whole situation. It, it's just easy to get these guns. It's easy to fucking put them on on the street. And it's there's a comedian Jim Jeffries, and he's from Australia, and he had a a bit about gun control. It's really worth listening. It's about eight or ten minutes long, but to summarize, he basically explains that like. On the black market in Australia, a handgun that might cost like 50 bucks on the street in Philadelphia would cost like $1,000. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the reason why is because it's harder to get those guns illegally. You have to go through other channels. You have to go to other countries like, I don't know, the United States and steal one from here because apparently it's not that hard to get one. Oh, it is not hard to get one in the streets, baby. <laughs> yeah. It's, so they out you here. can get a gun with some bodies on it right now for like 40 bucks. They out here. If that. It's out here. Between people stealing them, you know what I'm saying, from or other people, it don't matter, somewhere. just throwing somewhere, whatever. Um, Yeah, they out here. Facts, though. And I don't, I don't like, supply and demand is a real thing. And if you don't understand supply and demand, I'll explain it this way. During the pandemic, a lot of people took up building computers. I am in the process of doing that myself. Not because of the pandemic, but because my setup needs an upgrade. So I'm looking at graphics cards, and luckily, my brother is helping me build this. Happens to have one he's going to give me for a reasonable price. He's going to sell me a graphics card for $200, which still nets him a slight profit, which fine with me. But if I got that card right now online, used, it's like $320. And the reason why is because there's a graphics card shortage, as I know you're aware of, Dan, because we spoke about this when you were talking about building your PC. So the fact that they're selling these, and the consoles is another example, the Xbox One X or Series X, I'm sorry. Yeah, Series X and the PS5. The prices they're going for, it's like seven, $800. Like, bro, I know you just bought that for 500. How are you selling it for this much? And people are buying them because it's hard to get them. That's supply and demand 101. I can sell it for more than it's worth if there's less of them available. Because then then it becomes, the, the harder it is to access something, the higher the price goes. The same will work with guns just like it does with everything else. That's just the economy. That's how shit works. At least, that's how shit works here in this country. Right. Because we're a capitalist society. Like, we, our country's literally built on doing that to people exploiting, making as much money you as you can from them, mm-hmm. and then saturating the market afterwards. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's going to that's gonna happen worldwide, at least short term, because of the uh, the Suez Canal that was blocked for a week and a half. It just got unblocked today. Yeah. So for those of you that are like, what the hell is that? So a freighter um, got stuck in the Suez Canal. Uh, the freighter was as big as the Empire State Building. And has 20,000 shipping containers worth of product on it. Mm. And the Suez Canal is the basically only feasible uh, travel route for all these major shipping lanes. Because the only uh, you know body of water that goes through, uh, was it like Africa, I think? And with that blocked, ships are literally just either sitting there mm-hmm. or they have to take a two-week detour around the entire continent of Africa. So they were estimating that this was costing the economy $400 million an hour. 
Yeah, like billions per day. And, and you it, are correct. It is. It is. Uh, sorry about that. It is in Egypt, so it is Africa. In case anybody didn't know where the Middle East actually was located, I, and a lot of people do not know this. Nope. A lot of a people, lot of people really, think the Middle East is its own place, or that it's it, part of it, Asia. It's exactly. part of Africa. A lot of people don't know. But yeah, it's billions. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's probably figured four hundred million an hour. So basically, someone. So you're looking. That's, you're looking that's at more 10 money billion than Donald Trump owes to Russia. So you're looking at this blockage <laughs> cost the economy a hundred billion dollars plus. You know, this is going to cause weeks of delays for a lot of products from global economy. Though, cool. yeah. well, not, just like not, a situation where it's yeah, you not know, like oh, you know, little Amazon blockage. Like, no, this is every major like and minor shipping company materials affected. and stuff like. That. Is this a situation like when somebody like did a trucking route and they they didn't. Uh, calculate that there's a 13 foot bridge, you know what I mean, on this particular route. It, it, was, no, it, was it a mistake or? No, it, it got like, no, the ship could fit through. It got ah, stuck okay. like sideways. I don't know how it happened, but it was like diagonal. Yeah, almost. like it like oh, drifted sad. and literally just blocked the it's entire my first time canal. Here, but I had to look it up. Yeah. And the issue with that is not just the sheer size and weight of the ship, mm-hmm. but also the fact that that canal, um, you have water and then both sides are just sand. And sand is yeah, not something glory, you yeah. can really do much on. So it's a miracle they were able to, to get this ship out that quickly. I know a week and a half sounds like a lot, but when you're basically pulling the Empire State Building out of like a canal, like that's uh, that's not a, a small feat. And the fact that it was blocked for so long cost a lot. Like think of it this way: like what if you're stuck? You said it's a two week trip around to go the other way, like. Or even if you're sitting there, you're still burning fuel every day. So what, so you're going to look at so much, like, gas well, prices are going to skyrocket. Well, what if you're carrying perishables? Like, what if you're exporting fruit? Those are gone. Like, that shit is going to go bad. Two weeks to go. Like, the alternative is to go, like, one way or the other, you you just lost a lot of product. So if, you're, and, if, if you have food, let's say some, I don't know what was being transported through there, but, like, let's say it's food, a ship of food. So now there's going to be hungry people. The price of food is going to temporarily go up mm-hmm. because the, the demand is not going to be met by the supply. And all that food went to waste. Check it. Yeah, they, they can't even attempt to open the container because it's not their product. Well, we're shipping it. Wow. It doesn't so even belong to them, so they can't even legally open it. This was a 220,000-ton ship. They had to dig out 30,000 cubic meters of sand because they got stuck in the sand, like you said. And uh, roughly a hundred thousand feet, right? And it's enough to fill about a dozen Olympic sized swimming pools. That's how much sand they had to dig out. Um, and the ship, like you said, was as long as this, uh, as tall as a skyscraper comparable to the Empire State Building. But they have this image of what it would look like in Central Park, and it'll fill up the whole uh, lake area in Central Park. That's nuts, just to give you an idea how huge the thing was. And it said it was, it's not known how long it would take to clear the backlog of more than 300 ships waiting to enter the canal. So we're talking about the 220,000 ton ship that's stuck. And that's just the not one that mention, was stuck. That's just the one that's stuck. Then you got 300 ships waiting to enter the canal. Yeah, typically, which is why that fucking messed up the economy as bad as it did wow, and cost man. as much. And typically, um, I, I looked this up too, they usually process about like 50 ships a day tops. So it's going to take a couple so, days, even if they're quick. Yeah, six days. Yeah, so even if they're working up. 24 hours, you might be looking at like a week just to get those ships through. And then you got to go back to normal and get caught up with whoever was All waiting the, the ship orders, stuff. Yeah. yeah. It could trickle down. I heard a lot of things. Yeah, because you got to think it's just, like, it's just like traffic on the highway. Like, even though there were 300 ships waiting behind that ship, like more ships are coming. There's going to be more ships that, like, when they, especially when they, oh, it's open, let's start sending some people. Like, it's it's going to be a lot of traffic because it's going to take them a very long time to process all those ships. That's a mess. A huge mess. So, and, look forward to almost everything going up in value for the next, let's say, month. Here, Here's the craziest part about that, right? So, if companies were not as greedy as they are, a lot of stuff would not need to be shipped. But the fact is, a lot of the major companies, even ones based here in America, do not make their goods, do not buy the materials for their goods, and do not employ people that are from this country. 
because it saves them money and increases their bottom line. So, who do you blame for this? Well, the, the, the drunk driver driving. <laughs> it's like, no. you, yeah. <laughs> that man going to get the brakes beat off of him the second he get off that ship. Nah, but I'm. <laughs> they, they're not going to beat anything Jeff with him. Jeff Bezos going to beat the shit out of him. <laughs> he about, these hands are next day delivery, motherfucker. <laughs> Jeff Bezos going to make enough money to fucking. To fund the next canal in fucking three hours. Right, in three hours. Je- Jeff Bezos makes as much money an hour as they were losing. Like, he'll be all right. Yeah, dig it. He's going to write it all off as fucking tax breaks anyway. Operating expenses and all that good shit. But what I mean, though, is like a lot of these companies, they will have you believe they and also uh, the senators that they have in their pockets. Um. They'll have you believe that labor laws force them to go overseas. It's like, we forced all these companies to go. No one forced them to go anywhere. They chose to operate there. All greed. Yeah. They pulled so many American jobs out for to foreign countries. It happened in Camden. They pulled the entire uh, industrial industry out of Camden, and it just turned into a cesspool of drugs mm-hmm. and corruption. And the reason why is because it saves money. Well, um, if you, what was the Michael Moore movie that he did back in the day when he um went to the payday factory? I think it was in like Illinois, and they shut it down. And he asked the people there, "It's like, will you work for like Nike and make Jordans here because you know all Nike stuff is made overseas?" It's like, "Oh hell yeah, we'd love to." They even got discount on clothes. So they went to the owner of Nike and asked him, "Like, hey, would you ever consider like we have a whole bunch of people who just lost their jobs at this factory because payday went down in Mexico?" And he was Same like, "Same thing." He just laughed. Oh man, they're he bringing just, in the, the imported candy though. Oh man, is the Mexican candy worse? It's, it's pure. Yeah. Oh, like, they even make candy better than us. Like, so the, me- like the Mexican Coke there. with the real sugar and Mexican yeah. Pepsi with the real sugar. Yeah, they, like, they put a little secret ingredients in it. Yeah, but the thing is, <laughs> <laughs> when you have so many people in America that don't have a job and are willing to work, what's the minimum wage, minimum wage again? Like, and willing to work for that. Um, why our are you not making wage. your products here, bro? Our minimum wage is still exponentially higher than what you have to pay sweatshop workers. Our minimum wage is, is like slave labor, and they're only getting a fraction of that an hour right. overseas. A like fraction. And then the, the worst part about it is it then costs money for them to send it over here. Mm-hmm. So, like, they, they, they are doing this for very little profit. Because they're making profit from it. They make more yeah. money from it. But it's like the amount that, like, they could stimulate the U.S. Like, more people... They can help so many people here and stimulate this account, right? Bro, it's okay. mind so, blowing, right? <laughs> this, this is what I want to end with because this is something I this is an epiphany I had like last week. Do you realize how many situations that we have in this country that would cost less money to fix? Yep. Oh, than man. they do to allow them to continue the way they are. Yep. And and the the Nike thing is a perfect example, right? Their shoes are expensive, right? Except unless you buy the fucking barbecue twelves, the Air Monarchs, uh, <laughs> the barbecue twelve, the, the gym teacher thirteens. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, like most Nikes are expensive, Jordans are expensive. You know, hundred, two hundred dollars depending on what it is. The shoe costs like fucking five dollars to make. All the name brand basketball star sneakers are more than a hundred at least. At exactly. The very least. Shit, a pair of forces like. They're, they're yeah, 100. 100 90, yeah. 100. And if they got a name, Kyrie or LeBron, it's going to be about a buck 30, buck 50 at least. Starting. Yeah. Starting at like, the least. Yeah, the, the ones and, that they and sell. That's if you manage round. to get them at the retail at price. At the store, yeah. <laughs> Supply and demand, full circle. But yeah. So they only cost a few dollars to manufacture. So they only cost a few to manufacture. And then the cost to pay a worker. Even if you paid them double minimum wage, it would be $15 an hour. Let's say they make you five pair of shoes an hour. Mm-hmm. And you it costs you fucking $15 to pay them for an hour. Mm-hmm. You sell one pair of shoes, you're going to profit all of that back. Mm-hmm. But it's not enough to do that. You need to get the extra $3 that you get from having some kid in China who's mm-hmm. not legally able to work in the United States make it. Yep. <clears throat> The point I'm making is, if they put a factory in the United States, okay, and paid the American people a fair wage to run it, then more American people would be able to afford their products. Exactly. Right thus back. making them more money. Simple. 
and then like it's it's like recycled money because like instead of saving that money making it overseas and then shipping it over here mm-hmm. the person you paid to make it just paid you back for their own labor at a slight discount simple but but the thing is when you look at a lot of a lot of problems poverty okay uh drug use mm-hmm. illegal drug use specifically uh, heroin, cocaine, crack, all, all those things. When you look at those problems, it would cost less to help those people. Because if you help them, then they're not stuck in that cycle. Mm-hmm. If you help them get better jobs and better lives, they become productive members of society. Mm-hmm. But if you don't, you lock them up, they become burdens on society, and you never help them. And when you don't help them, you keep putting them back in that fucking cycle. Mm-hmm. It costs like $36,000 on average in the United States to house a person for a year in prison. Mm -hmm. That's on the low side. Some are like $80,000, depending on where you're at. $36,000 a year is what it costs the American taxpayers. Well, if that person made $36,000 in a year, they'd pay more in fucking taxes, considerably more, towards the economy each year, towards the government each year to help fund these programs each year, yep. then they would waste just being in prison or being on the street. But if yep. you do this, you, you take the money out of your own pocket. Exactly, because it's, it's we're giving somebody something for free and we should fucking be ashamed of ourselves that that's how we operate. Well, yep. we operate like that because you can be inefficient as long as it makes a profit. Because mm-hmm. that's, you know, these for-profit prisons are a huge thing nowadays because it makes people profit. It doesn't matter that it doesn't help any issues or that it's not efficient long-term. It's making people profit, so they're going to keep doing it. For-profit schools, for-profit and you, prisons. And you see it with, you know, corrupt, you know, judges and other, you know, civil figures and things sending people to these prisons. And speaking of corrupt civil figures, real quick before we roll out, because this will be a topic that we talk about in more depth as as we proceed, as long as nothing else crazy happens, God forbid. <laughs> but in Georgia, they did sign the most restrictive voting laws. Yeah. Let's man. just call it voter su- suppression. It's, Take it's it back it to Jim Crow. Take well, it back to J.C. Yeah. Exactly. Even the president said that. Yeah, come on, man. And the craziest part is, like, it's on Congress now to do something about this, to end the filibuster and go fucking make this shit illegal and pass the Voting Rights Act. Because... They've made it illegal for people to give water and food to people waiting in line. That's ridiculous. They're trying to close the polls before people get out of work. They just made it legal to suppress the vote. Mm-hmm. Because they don't like what Stacey Ab- uh, Abrams and all the people have been doing down there. That's why. Oh, you mean you mean mm-hmm. winning? Yeah. Like, think about it. Think about it. If you, can, you, you can't have the colors voting. Like, if you're well off, right? All right, Roger Stone. Right. If you're well off, let's say, you know, you, well, you have to option of going to go vote whenever you want to you know stuff like that but most people who the vote affects the most are nine to five workers oh and you know what early voting very very restrictive now yep. and no more voting on sundays that's when all Crazy. the churches do their events you already know you know what, what churches what? they're they're targeting though what, right what oh you Chick-fil-A? already know <laughs> i was hoping for the moon crickets but you know it's cool. I'll give him. I'll give we him. Nah, that was <laughs> nah, he'll play the Moon Crickets at the end because they they support the voter suppression. <laughs> See, they they like yeah, we're gonna suppress you, nigh. Whoa, 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 whoa! I ain't, <laughs> play, I ain't play nothing that's gonna say that. I almost got the Moon Crickets canceled. <laughs> <laughs> they gonna storm the podcast. Uh, nah, but it, it's it's crazy that they that they did what they did. And we're going to talk about it more in depth because it's 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 more widespread than that. There's like hundreds of bills all across the country that have been passed, basically to suppress the vote. And we talked about this before about how it's basically saying, "Hey, we think that we will lose. We being the Republicans will lose these elections if all the people vote and it's fair." And that is exactly why you should fucking be scared of these fucking. This, these these new articles of legislation that are being passed around the country because that is 100% what it is intended to do. It is intended to suppress the vote. Mm-hmm. And, and the sucky part is, is Ms. Park Cannon, who was arrested, and all she wanted to do is... She, she tried to... A representative yep. 
who works in that building, mm-hmm. knocked on the governor's office door while he was trying to sign this bill in private mm-hmm. in front of a picture of a plantation of a with like a five or six other white men that are all in their probably 60s and 70s, mm-hmm. maybe older. Yeah, I mean, if I could, I, I'd pull up an article real quick. It's a quick, short, short blurb. And yeah. basically, as he prepared to uh, to sign the State Bill 202 law on Thursday, it seemed that Georgia Governor Brian Kemp was shielding himself. Like you said, six white men in suits flanked him, three each on his side, left and right, and a portrait of a plantation hung on the wall behind him. The only way to bear witness was through the live stream or the photo that Kemp later tweeted out. Park Cannon wasn't invited. The Georgia State lawmaker who represents a district in eastern Atlanta stood right outside of Kent's office, knocking lightly on the door as the governor prepared to sign off on the the first of Georgia's many current bills aimed at restricting voting rights. Uh, We also caught what, this is the article of Rolling Stone, Uh, we also got to see what the cannon was doing, thanks to the video bystander, and when she knocked on the door, the sheriffs, you know, promptly arrested her. Yeah, they said, don't do that. Don't do that. She said, don't do what? She knocked again, and then they tried to arrest her, and then arrested her. And she works there. That's like being a teacher at a school, and the principal is doing something not not cool or something that everyone should know about, and a teacher goes to knock on the door, and then the security guards arrest her. Like, what are you doing here? And that wouldn't happen because that's insane. Exactly. And and let's be fair. It is very clear he did not want a black person in the room with him. That's all it was. Mm Mm-hmm. Because you would have seen one there. Like, I'm pretty sure I, I read somewhere it wasn't even legal for the, the sheriff to even arrest her because she's a public official in there. That's what I'm saying. It's not. And, yeah, it's crazy. And and just, just to, we we're, we, I don't want to run too long, but, like, she was arrested in a state capitol building, right? Come a, on. A state official, right? Come so they, on. So they can arrest the f- a, Yeah. yeah. Go ahead, say, say it. Say it. Say so it. So they can, they can arrest a black politician. And a Capitol building. Uh huh. Who works in but, that building? Yep. Who works there? All she did was knock but, on the door. But they can't arrest the thousands of white terrorists. Come on, man. Storming there, uh, trying to literally destroy democracy uh-huh. and trying to hang the vice president of the United States. Uh-huh. Come on, man. You know why? Because while they don't agree with them, they respect them. Mm-hmm. And for the Gray Area podcast. This has been Mike Marks, Omar Saleem, and this is Afro Dan. Nate Gary, peace, nigga. He went to the 49ers. Thank God. <laughs> Wait, somebody actually signed him? Yes, he signed with the I just thought you were saying that because he, he's not coming back to the team. Yeah, he's trash. He's, he signed with the 49ers. That's though. garbage. Yeah, peace, wow. nigga. Yeah, peace. Uh, which is also what opposing players said to him as they ran past him yeah. for touchdowns like, repeatedly. Like Chase Claypool. Yeah. What, did he get three touchdowns on him? Yeah. Yeah, so... Yeah, later.